cave of cool. From the lands of Western Canada, the Wakanda of the North, welcome to This Week from the Cave of Cool. I'm Calvin Hyten. And I'm M.D. Jackson. And this week we'll be talking about a ton of topics. Don Cherry, Watchmen, Kirsten Stewart, and The Mandalorian. All that and more on This Week from the Cave of Cool. Don Cherry. Uh, Don Cherry just recently, he of course, got fired from Sportsnet because of his uh, his you people rant. Well, you know what? He could have called just said you people, you Canadian. He could have just said you, the rest of you can't Canadians, you younger Canadians, because the millennials are fun to beat up on because mm-hmm. now they got to come back. Okay, boomer. Yeah. Right? They got a great comeback, and it's a good comeback. Yeah. It's a really good one. But I'm Gen X, so fuck you. Yeah. Right? When you say, okay, Gen X, then, then I'm going to cut you. But yeah. I'm right in between all that, so I'm I don't deal with your bullshit mm-hmm. millennial boomer thing. If you want to kill each other, I'm quite for it. Thank yeah. you. I okay. hope it's televised. I hope it's in the Thunderdome. But okay. But so Don now Cherry you- was a hero for a long time, even though he made obscene amounts of money promoting fighting in hockey while selling his Rock'em Sock'em tapes. Okay. Now, yeah, that's even though he was uh, racially, um, let's say, ignorant. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he didn't really go after people who had no um, uh, who had no skin in the game. Like he went after Swedes and Russian hockey players mm-hmm. who he didn't like to have in uh, the NHL. Right. Right. Because he thought they were soft. Right. And that's why they wore helmets. Mm-hmm. Right. He would prefer if nobody wore helmets. Right. Okay. In fact, if they put magnets on their heads and put magnets in the pucks so that the heads and the pucks attracted each other more often. I think he would have preferred that. Okay. Right? So now, we okay, now, okay with that because those were just rich, um, accomplished, handsome young athletes mm-hmm. that that maybe he didn't like, but that but the game was changing and he didn't prevent any of that from happening. In fact it made the game better when we had a lot more of those foreign players in there. Right. Right? There will never ever be a time when a Canadian is not on a team that wins the Stanley Cup. That's true. Despite how many other foreigners you have on it. And frankly, I would like the best Russian and Finn and, and Swede and Norwegian on my team mm-hmm. uh, to, to, to supplement what I already got because they're, they're hungry and they're strong and they come from a certain place where they drink milk every day <laughs> and suck from the goat, you know, just right on the way to school, yeah. right? Um, make their own cheese in their pants. Yeah. And, and enjoy that. I mean, they're just they're just fit, and and they skate to school, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, just everything, right? Yeah. Now this like, is. I mean, and and the thing is, it, hockey in Europe is different now than it used to be. I mean, you know, before the fall of the Berlin Wall. Oh yeah, it was always you had you know, your hockey players were basically Red Army soldiers who. Right, and they were East Germans, and they had been handpicked, and it was all. And the fact that they could play in the Olympics for so many years when they were not profe- they were professionals. Because they were being actually paid and compensated for playing. They were not amateur athletes. And until they corrected that in basketball and other sports, mm-hmm. um, it really uh, uh, it, it really kind of, uh, there wasn't kind of any uh, equity in the game. Um, but now we get to get to Don Cherry. Like, he did say this thing. 
and he's known as this. And I wish he would have doubled down and said, well, I'm 80 fucking years old and I'm not going to change and I'm going to continue to be a bigot and I'm going to be a martyr to all the other bigots in this country who hate immigrants and think they're stealing their jobs Mm -hmm. at the chicken factory where they make chicken parts and scrape chicken fillings out to make brilliantly um, um, tasty chicken hot dogs, right? But, you know, that kind of bullshit. I mean, and my thing is, Don, you're a Canadian hero. You're an icon. I want to like you again. I don't like you right now. I don't want to see this old man like old grandpa just at the Thanksgiving table <laughs> saying motherfucker and using the N-word, right? Yep. Every yep. third word is the N-word. All right. Guy. Well, now, okay. So, I mean, I mean, he's okay. He's 85 years old. I mean, you know. Yeah. And, yeah but, and, but, but I mean, but like these, that lives to be 110. Okay. But these, these views go way back. I mean, there's that interview that I, I posted agree. about Eric Hall, him and Eric Halling in 1990. And he's talking about he doesn't like the immigrants coming over here and making over I, money. I but, but now, was he talking before about electricity but, and before um, um, hockey? He had these opinions. Okay, now, but what was he talking about? The well, as you say, the Russian, the the European guys who come over and and you know uh, take you know positions on hockey teams that should go to Canadians, or you know, is he is that Don was after that though? He, okay, but is is Don Cherry racist? I mean, that's the thing. Of course he is. Of course it, he's, he's okay. old school. Mm-hmm. He's old school. Um, 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 Song of the South, tar mm-hmm. baby racist. Okay, I mean, he would just be as happy. To have no blacks in the NHL. I mean, PK Subban. I mean, he'll shake his hand, but you know, he'll wipe it with Purell afterwards. I mean, okay. he he is yes a racist old motherfucker from a time when racist old motherfuckers excelled for some mm-hmm. reason. Okay, I mean, it was it was popular. But my thing is, you got a legacy to leave. You're not going to live very much longer. Mm-hmm. Like maybe Don, you spent the rest of this year week by week going to a different school, 52 schools in all of Canada, right? pick one in the north in the south wherever small town big town not big town small towns right mm-hmm. bring out the war veterans that live in that town right highlight them talk about why wearing the poppy so important even if it's april right mm-hmm. yeah and just do your little presentation give them some hockey cards maybe you bring a couple of hockey players that are from that part of canada maybe if they planted far enough ahead you could get them to show up mm-hmm. right and you, you turn it into something that the kids are going to remember so yeah. that next November 11th, mm-hmm. you see an explosion of, of poppies right. because everybody's kind of said, you know, Don Cherry, you, you came at it in an, in an awkward way, but in your heart, you, you, you said the right thing. Okay. So you're, and, you're, you're looking, so you could basically see some redemption for, for Don Cherry. Oh, for sure. Again, okay. my father was a soldier for 32 years, peacekeeper, who served twice for the UN. Um, I understand heroism and sacrifice and, and love, and, and he that's something that means a lot to him. Mm-hmm. And he's throwing that away just mm-hmm. to be a, a bigot and give, and give like the wolf you feed, right? Right. Which wolf inside you do you feed? And mm-hmm. he's feeding the anti-immigrant wolves and when he could go around and say, no, this is what I really mean. Yep. This is this man. And like he goes to like say, say, Bozhuzh um, um, uh, Manitoba. Where they have a mm-hmm. turtle derby every year. I've been to it twice. You know how boring it is to watch turtles race while you're eating cotton candy, right? You finish your cotton candy 15 minutes before the turtles are done racing. Yeah, it's well, a nightmare in the okay. hot sun in the summer. Okay, so go to Bozhuzh, Manitoba. You mm-hmm. got three veterans. Of one of the Iraq War. You maybe have one World War II vet. Maybe a Vietnam vet. Maybe somebody Korea. Whatever, right? Mm-hmm. A peacekeeper maybe from from the Golan Heights. 
you bring them in in February, right? You mm-hmm. have an assembly. Don Cherry shows up with a couple of, of Manitoba hockey players, right? Even mm-hmm. junior guys who are known like in the area. Yeah. And he does his little spiel mm-hmm. about why this is important to wear the poppy. And I want you to remember in November, as he works his way across the country, social media would be huge. The good, the good uh, 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 vibes he would get would be huge, right? Mm, right. If they, if they kind of controlled him in and got the message out right. But the way he would include people in the community and the kids, and there could be just you know the things they could pull off in a, like a three-hour afternoon presentation at school, right? Right. Some of the kids would always remember, and mm-hmm. he could redeem himself right across Canada. And November 11th, keep your mouth shut and watch what mm-hmm. happens. And I swear to God, he could be redeemed. And mm-hmm. say thank, go out to everybody and say thank you, and little tears to the mm-hmm. PR people. And he can't talk anymore because he's overcome with emotion. Walks away, problem solved. Bob's your uncle, okay. and finally we don't lose another, um, um, you know, another Canadian icon. Like next, you're going to tell me that Terry Fox's leg was a hypodermic needle. Right? <laughs> That's going to be the next thing. Uh, you're all right, do. but now, now, but Don Cherry's not going to do that because he's he's already got his own. He's a got co- he's got his. Um, a show Grapevine, and, and it's a podcast. Got a podcast. He's got a oh, podcast. Why like, does every one of these fucking morons have to have a podcast? Everybody Again, has a podcast. I will be the last blogger standing. Mm-hmm. Why don't you bitches accept that fact? I will be the last podcaster standing. All right. Why but, don't you bitches affect that fact? When I hear Dr. Phil fill in the blanks, oh, my God. It took you, what, how long to come up with that? <laughs> Did you actually focus group that piece of shit title? And and now I hear there's like Robin's got or like his wife's got her own show, and someone else got their own show off his show. It's like it's like a web of 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 of, of bana- drivel, mm-hmm. banality and drivel. Okay. So and Don, I, now, and, but and, and now Don Cherry's got his own podcast. Exactly. And you're going to listen to that. Tell me who. The basically uh, the the. the the cast of Letterkenny, basically. It's Thank like, you. The it's, hillbilly racist. The hillbilly racist. There's no, there's no hillbilly. I'm working okay. on a better term. All right. This, uh, no okay. hillbilly is not no good hillbilly. enough. But All right. But there's got to be a Canadian term. It's got to right. be like, like I don't know what it is yet, but I'm going to come up with it. Okay. But it, invi- it involves snow and the hillbilly yeah. um, um, attitude. Now, what Don Cherry says is that his comments were misinterpreted and, and spun as racist. How? And he'd, and Sportsnet did not give him a chance to walk back his... How? I don't know because he'd sports. I mean, you tell me Ron to... McLean had a week to clarify his buddy's um, speech while covering his own ass. Yeah, no, and he a didn't. brilliant guy like Ron McLean, who's brilliant. Yes, let's admit this guy's got an IQ off the fucking charts vocally. Right when he comes mm-hmm. to expressing himself, mm-hmm. I never see him fuck up. Well, he d- and he just he didn't say anything when when Don yeah. was speaking, so maybe no, he knew no, that of course not. He didn't. Don didn't really mean that. I don't know, but I mean either way, it ended up in and, which honestly, I mean Don, like I said, he's been you know. It was inevitable, really. On this, in this age, sports got to be woke, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, Don Cherry is not going anywhere. He's not changing his position, and Sportsnet, you know, is just—he's not bringing in any fresh eyes, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was inevitable. They went from. I mean, but I'm telling you, if 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 Coach's Corner had still been on the CBC, (laughs) if Hockey Night in Canada had still been on the CBC, it probably would have happened a lot sooner. But as it was, it moved from CBC to Sportsnet. But then even Sportsnet. Obviously had their their line and and Don Cherry crossed it. So. It's it's you people, man. I mean, it's it's you mm-hmm. people, and it's always been you people. It, it's a dog whistle. Mm-hmm. It's one of those dog whistle terms. Yeah. It's like it's like calling like I don't know, whatever it is. But you mm-hmm. people is a yeah. very very. It, it's specific. Yes. 
it means one thing. Mm -hmm. When he says you people, he's mm -hmm. not talking about people that look like me. <laughs> right? No. He's no. not talking you white people. No. If he would have said you fucking crackers, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? You honkers, yeah. then then yeah. I mean he might have had a point. Well and that's the thing. I mean when you know you talk about immigrants, you're not talking about immigrants from England or Scotland, you know, or whatever, you know. Right. Uh move from Galway, you know, to, to Canada. He's not an immigrant, you know, it's like you know, he's not you know, they don't complain about, you know, these Irish coming and taking our not well. They used to. That's right. He's yeah. The, they, you know, these Irish coming and taking our jobs. That white ginger-haired bastard is yeah. taking our job <laughs> at the chicken processing plant. Yeah. They don't well, complain about that anymore like they well, did in back here, in the we have only mill, 1900s. Right? But and only mill is a pork processing plant? Yes. And I'll bet you that 90% of the, the employees are from Mexico. Mm -hmm. uh, because that they they can't hire locally because people don't want to be the cutting up. And well, that's true. I mean, and, uh, and I mean, uh, you know, the... When I go to the to one of my local stores, in my Tim Hortons, you right. know, it's either uh, kids, you know, <laughs> I mean, high school kids, yeah. or or it's 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 immigrants, people that they've actually brought in, you know, to to supplement the know, workforce what, because what, because what, Canadians what? won't, you know, adult Canadians won't take a job like that because it's not a living wage for one, right. and you know. And I mean, it's it's a, a boring, repetitive job, and it's and it's high stress, you know. But yeah, again, but it is in a gateway job. Yeah. And in, in that in that in in that person's life, that's an important mm. uh, gateway. I mean, that's where they're building up their experience, uh, where they're building up their yeah. their. Uh, but job but this is, I mean, and this is a whole other issue that that these corporations are basically bringing in foreign workers to you know to, that they can pay less to, because <laughs> they're. Right. But, yeah, but people people will focus on the immigrants that they brought in, but they not, don't think about the the corporate overlords who basically have brought in foreign workers so that they don't have to pay them as much because they got supplement from the government. And, and let's talk you know. about in in the uh, the uh, food picking uh, industry. It's the same exactly. Thing. I mean, I these mean, people they, are not. That's right. They're, those people are not there because the job is fun. Yeah. They're, they're there because they can make, in terms of between a peso and a dollar. They can make ten times the amount that they can make in Mexico. Yeah, exactly. Right? And I mean, they're not—they're not stealing these jobs. They're coming and taking these jobs. That's because, right. But because they're the only ones who take them, but you can't make a living wage on that. And trust know? me, none of those people in California want to pay twenty-five dollars for an avocado. Yeah. Right. And frankly, I don't want to pay thirty dollars for a banana, mm -hmm. even though bananas I keep hearing are dying out every single day. So I eat each banana like it's the last fucking banana I'm ever <laughs> going to eat, and I hate living my life under that kind of gloom. Mm -hmm. Right? So but do you feel my pain now? I do. <laughs> now I you do. Think, you, like when you think, ah, oh, Calvin's life is easy, man. You got no issues. You think of the banana, my friend. You think of every banana could be my last because these are like the last clones of the last clones <laughs> of the last clones of the banana. Uh, I, well, it, it could be the last because you do know the bananas are radioactive. Of course. Mm -hmm. That's why I like them. Yeah. I can turn the television without just clicking my eyes. <laughs> yeah. I've been eating bananas for years and haven't acquired superpowers. So, exactly. So, you please can you shut up now? Because the next thing you know, it'll be the white knight, like the white knight, like in the Watchmen, and poof, they come after me too. Yeah, yeah. I need uh, like twenty-four hours to charge my powers. <laughs> All right. Well, let's actually here. Let's talk about Watchmen then. Oh my God, that show is so great. Now this is HBO. Has yes. Damon Lindelof. From, uh, of all people. Of all people. Damon Lindelof from... How many shows did he start great and then mm -hmm. just poop on? Yeah. Smallville, Flash, yeah. Yeah. all of the CW, mm -hmm. anything DC on te television. 
Now, this, of course, based on Alan Moore lost. and Dave Gibbons. Lost. Yeah, lost. Yeah. This, of course, is based on Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons' graphic novel, The Watchman. Graphic novel. From the 1980s. Brilliant graphic novel. Watchmen. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely um, brilliant. And the show is now, it's a continuation. It takes place. Good point. In, I mean, the, the Watchmen took place in a, a, an alternative universe, 1985. Yeah. This takes place in 2019. An right. alternative universe, 2019. It's that same universe, however many years later. And... Uh, but that's fantastic. But it's but it's different. It's got some the of the same characters. Of it, like when 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 uh, Silk Spectre there says somebody submits something about Rorschach, shows up that little slide of Rorschach, and goes, "What is it? The fucking eighties? <laughs> I don't give a shit about Rorschach." Yeah. And that's that's everything I could say about that show. Mm-hmm. Like, good. I'm glad there's no. I'm mm-hmm. I'm deadly happy with Doctor Manhattan. His little his little uh, um, what what would we call it? It wasn't a tantrum. It was a message. Yeah. That he sent to her at the end of, of episode three, with the um, car. With the car. The now, well, well, y- have you seen past episode three? No, okay. I haven't yet. Well, then but I won't can, spoil. I know, I know, but the dildo. But, okay. but who yeah. could make who could make the moon, uh, the Mars glow, and toss a car right in fucking front of her? Well, actually, <laughs> you just keep watching. But um, it is surprising. It's 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 actually a very surprising uh, direction that it's going in. Great and, it, and it never it, it always takes a couple of hard turns and it, it's never goes where you expect it to which is which is what I enjoy about it isn't that refreshing mm-hmm. I'm so uh, glad we can't binge on it I'm so glad I've got like a whole week I gotta think about it yeah because when I get I, even though I'm like I got four and five to still watch yeah but I'm again it's like firefly I'm, I'm squirreling them away like mm-hmm. how many are in this season uh, I, I, I mean, it could be ten I'm not sure oh, but not very many so uh, but every actor is so Good, Regina King, never Re- better. Regina I King mean, is fabulous. And, oh and of, God! And 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 who do I love? Um, Laurie Blake, who is the old Silk Spectre, is played by Jean Smart. Jean Smart. I yeah. mean, I'm talking designing women. I mean, mm-hmm. if there was ever a more crappy female-centered sitcom where she sat in that <laughs> ta- that and 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 delivered banal lines for years and years for a paycheck, mm-hmm. thank fucking God she got his role like this because. She is chewing the scenery, yeah. and I love everything about her. I knew she was going to take that guy who was showing the slides. I, I just, and the dildo, and that, just everything about her. I mm-hmm. thought he was bluffing, you know? She <laughs> shot the guy in the head. And then, of course, Regina King had to come push the coffin on the hole of the yeah. guy that's going to explode. Yeah. Yeah. And then she gets questioned for yeah. destroying physical evidence, and it's like, mm-hmm. fuck off. Yeah. Right? Now the, and, and the and way and the way what's his name um, got pulled away. Uh, her grandfather, yes, played by of course Louis Gossett Jr. Louis Gossett Jr. Who is you know amazing in that role. Oh uh, and the thing is, there's so many good you know. And, and the, the, the thing that I like about it is, that, I mean, the first episode, Don Johnson. Don Johnson is this huge character. Don't and, you want to love him? Yeah, and and you know I'm gonna you know a little bit of a spoiler, but he doesn't. He's in the only in the first episode. Yeah, but he keeps coming back in flashbacks. Yeah, but but he's but it is too it, bad. his character is very important. But I mean, it's like you have to have someone th- with that kind of weight, right? I, because I agree. that character she finds in his house, mm-hmm. it, it wouldn't mean I, nothing I if, exactly. if they hadn't established him so strongly. So think about a great mm-hmm. actor he is. Yeah. That in twenty thirty minutes, mm-hmm. he got us to like him so much. Then what? Then that that what she found. Mm-hmm. Disturbed us even more. Exactly, and that's it was the, thing, the last like, thing we thought we'd see from this guy, you know. And, and that's exactly that's why they used Don Johnson because he's such so weighty, and then his his influences over the rest of the. Oh my God! Isn't he good? Like he, I, he was I, so good. 
I, I will say like that one of my greatest television moments is sitting with my father on a Friday night watching the first two hours of Miami Vice. Mm-hmm. And I always remember Brandon Tartikoff. It was the myth. He wrote um, MTV Cops on yeah. a on a on a on a uh, tearaway, yeah. and and he gave it to somebody, and that's what they came up with. And that's what they and came that, up with. And that first episode where his team gets betrayed by one guy, and mm-hmm. he phones his ex-wife, and he asks her, you know, before. Was, it was real, wasn't it? Right? Because he's mm-hmm. so disillusioned. Yeah. Poor Sonny Crockett, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're playing In the Air tonight by Phil Collins, mm-hmm. right? It was one of the first shows that actually got to use a big hit like that. And him and him and, and Tubbs are driving, loading their fucking, uh, double, I mean, sawed-off shotguns, right? Mm-hmm. Driving to the, to the airport to get their Mendoza. And, of course, two seconds later, he takes off from the, in his little plane right mm-hmm. and he gets away from them and they're just late they yeah. didn't get him but it was okay because Sonny had to make his phone call to his ex-wife who he's estranged from Sonny because <laughs> he was going through emotions yeah. right and he wasn't wearing socks in Miami <laughs> no one wore socks I don't yeah. oh my god that yeah. show just it's like the 18 my head exploded yeah. Okay. I never so, loved so the they, show. They made a, so Watchmen makes extremely good use of Don Johnson oh my god Jeremy and, Irons as, oh, as fabulous! The too. old Ozymandias, uh, and the way Adrian that they got him set up, and where he's with, yeah. And, and, and again, and again, it's it's he's 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 just in a little bit of every episode, but yes, but those but those it, moments are are very memorable, and 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 it it's not clear how it connects to the rest of it, but but, but you know it that it's going to. Think? Like yeah. he, they let you figure out about like five percent every episode. Mm-hmm. You get five percent closer, and then they throw you another loop. Yeah, and I want to single out Tim Blake Nelson, who plays looking the, uh, oh, the character of Looking Glass, the guy mm-hmm. with the with the. And there's an episode coming up which which t- tells his backstory, which is I'm not going to say anything, but it's absolutely amazing. Him as an actor, I it, don't know his name. Tim Blake Nelson. Tim Blake Nelson is the actor's name. Uh, he was on Justified. He's been in so many of those mm-hmm. high. Um, um, what am I saying? High level or high. High concept. Um, high concept shows mm-hmm. in, in all the big networks from FX to HBO. Mm-hmm. To, he finds his way into those. And my God, does he steal every scene. Mm-hmm. When he's in that, when he's interrogating even Mother Night or S- S- I, Sister Night. Sister Night. I mean, and she knows she's being interrogated. Mm-hmm. But he still sticks to his pat, you know, his, his patter. Yeah. I mean, he's so great because I have no idea what the fuck's going on with him. <laughs> and pull down your mask, guy, you know, to fix your tie, right? And yeah. you're just going, holy shit. Like, what this guy knows. Mm-hmm. What he's forgotten. <laughs> right? Yeah. He could be the one that's doing all this shit. Because his head has exploded being in that pod for so long. Mm-hmm. Well, mm, there will be an I've origin. Got... Episode 5 does his character, okay. his origin. Yeah, and, I got and two it's... more left. Yep. And I should catch up so that we can I can mm-hmm. rant and rave. But isn't yep. it great? Like with everything we have to watch, mm-hmm. you can settle on something that's really rewarding. Yeah. So you can kind of leave a lot of the crap behind. Like I don't have to watch the new Charlie's Angels because I was warned beforehand. Yeah. Because they cast Kirsten Stewart. Now mm-hmm. they tried to fool me by bringing in Elizabeth Banks as producer, director, um, um, <laughs> craft services girl. She had four different titles, right? Yeah. She owned all of this, and and if she was a smart girl, mm-hmm. uh, as she was when she signed on to do uh, Brightburn. She plays the mother in that. Yep. And so for life, like like Jake Gyllenhaal and Donnie Darko, mm-hmm. um, 
Elizabeth Banks in, in Brightburn has a free pass for life from me. Yep. She can fuck up any way she wants. But here, she's saying that um, men don't want to watch females uh, be action figures. Okay, now I'm saying I'm saying bullshit. Demonstrably Female, not true. Right. Female uh, males don't want to see Kirsten Stewart well, as an action figure. Charlize Theron, <laughs> they'll watch her be an action figure all fucking day long. Atomic Blonde, bitch, yep. please. Yeah. Um, 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 well, Captain Marvel, you know. Captain uh, Marvel. Yeah. Another uh, one. All the girls and, of, of DC, of DC, mm-hmm. um, and Marvel movies. Yep. I mean, Wonder, my Wonder Okoye, Woman. My, yeah, Wonder you know, Woman, my General Okoye. Yep. It's not that women, you know, men don't want to see it. It's it's and and it's not just men. I mean, men aren't the only ones who go to the movies, you yes. know. And I think you're right. I think that you've hit the nail on the head. That basically, men and women don't really want to go see Kristen Stewart. I think right. That's... They don't want an entitled little brat who's been given everything <laughs> uh-huh. and appreciates nothing to tell mm-hmm. them that she's oppressed, like they're oppressed, mm-hmm. right? It, okay. Fuck now, off. it's a bit of a shock that, that, that this movie did so poorly when it right out of kidding? the gate. I said it two weeks ago. Well, you did, it wasn't a shock to you, but, you know, for a lot of other people it was. Um, but, I mean, you know, the uh, I mean, as much as I loved it, the female uh, cast Ghostbuster movie um, didn't do very well. Again, yes. Got a lot of, you know, very bad press. Even though, you know... Kristen Wiig and uh, you know she was um, awesome and yeah, I'm and, sorry and M- Melissa McCarthy and Melissa McCarthy and who else? Uh, who else? Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones. And of Leslie course. Jones was Leslie awesome. Jones. Yeah. Leslie Jones was Leslie Jones. Mm-hmm. And any I'm telling you, five minutes of Leslie Jones is mm. worth a movie. Yes. I'm telling you, yeah, it's just yeah, and you that know. one was good. Kate hey, McKinnon was good. Kate McKinnon, yes. Um, but I mean, people didn't go see it. And, you know, but because I know it's not Atomic Blonde, and I, atomic I, I, blonde, I cry for people. You know? She is like John Wick's mother. It takes mm-hmm. place in eighties. <laughs> yeah. She could be. I want to see where she's John Wick's mother. If they connect mm-hmm. all of that, my head will freaking explode. Yeah. So what was what is it about Charlie's Angels that not that I haven't seen it? I haven't seen any of the Charlie's Angels movies. Okay. It's all know. about female empowerment. It's mm-hmm. all about Me Too. It's all mm-hmm. about girls beating up on boys who are picking on other girls. Mm-hmm. It's it's. Uh, uh, an 80-pound girl like Kirsten Stewart taking down all of these men who are eight times her size. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could pick her up with a hand across her neck and snap, and she'd be the chicken wing. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. And she's got all these talents where, you know, where where, where she punches, people just seem to be. Yep. And I'm sorry, Kirsten Stewart, could, you ever see that slapping competition from Russia? Yes. Where yeah. they got that big fucking guy... And and he and he and he knocks guys senseless. He, he knocks the little tattoo guy with the pair oh, of piercings. I mean, I can hear. I swear, I can hear that kid's jaw snap. His yeah. whole brain snap. Yeah. I mean, it flushed over to the other side. Yeah. That's what it's like. Guys that size against Kirsten Stewart. I mean, and her with her little punch, and then they react. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. And, and I and I. No. It's like she's so unbelievable. She's so entitled. She wanted to be a. a uh, a lesbian superhero, and she demanded mm-hmm. that Marvel make her a lesbian superhero. Until Marvel said, "Yeah, we already got them: uh, Marvel, Captain Marvel, and uh, Valkyrie." Yeah, right. And then, mm-hmm. of course, all the all the photos and, and drawings, of course, came out. And then the two actresses who played them endorsed it. So, basically, Kirsten Stewart went, "Oh fuck!" Right. Well, now, and, and the thing is, though, I, I I don't think that. Well, for one thing, the um, they did two Charlie's Angels movies with. You know, Drew Barrymore and Lucy Liu and all those. And um, uh, you, uh, you've watched them on TV in the played 90s for laughs. Love I, them. I assume you love them. Okay, I I've never seen them, but you know, but, please. But the original, I mean, the original Charlie's Angels, the from the the old TV series from back in the seventies, it was all about women's lib and fem, you know female empowerment, and it was at the time of, you know, we we're we're 
tired tired of being you know kept down in the man's world so we're going to do go do it on our own right. which but is this, great you know and that's right and it this was accepted you know but this, this is was way over the top okay. it's almost like it's almost like uh hmm. why the last last man why the last it's like man the only way that things will be better is if the charlie's angels um decimate all the males on the planet <laughs> except for one really good looking one yeah with amazing abs right that it'll be it'll be like uh, uh what's the name uh, um, Zach Efron, right? Mm-hmm. He'd be the only one to survive, <laughs> and that that seems to be their their entire goal. There's no yeah. space for anybody else. Patrick Stewart, they they tolerate because mm-hmm. he's a goofy old man, yeah. And it looks like he filmed his scenes in the morning, right? <laughs> they just yeah. let him go goofy, like in in Star Trek the first season, right? Yeah. He did the little goofy thing with Captain with um, Doctor Crusher, and you know, that was it. Okay. So, so now. Um, and this is I, the thing is this is the this is the remake that no one really was no, cl- clamoring for. We didn't. No. no one was really saying let's let's do Charlie's Angels again. So no. so when that came out, it was like oh, okay. And so then again, uh, you watch Kirsten Stewart acting, and it just yeah. I could see it every five minutes taking you right out of the film. Yeah. Like and honestly, you want to I, go and slap the screen. Okay, and this is the Kirsten Stewart, Elizabeth Banks, who who I I didn't really know. I like her. I like her. When she was on Modern Family now, and she played the boozy friend of the two gay guys, yeah. Okay. my God, you will laugh your shit off. I, I like that show, actually. I didn't yeah, know it was her. Really now, who's, who's the, and who's the other one in it? In Again, Charlie's two ethnic movie. girls. Okay. Two ethnic girls who could be replaced by anybody that's not Millie Bobby Brown. Okay. As long I, as I, they have dark skin. One's kind of yeah. Latino and the other one's sort of Latino. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. The only one I knew is Kristen Stewart, and again, really and, and the fact that she, to... you're hanging your whole movie on her, and she can barely like get mm-hmm. out a word or an emotion. I mean, mm-hmm. she's just—I mean—and and it's not that female-driven uh, action movies don't do well. You know, Kill Bill Part One and Part Two. Um, you know, I mean, they uh, do. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Fury Road. I mean, yep. Charlie Theron. Charlie Theron again, again in, in I hate Fury to Road. Charlie Theron or anything by Mila Jovovich. Mm-hmm. I mean, she put their heart and soul into it. Oh yeah, that, that first um, the, Re- the Resident Evil, Evil movies, movie, the under, is, Underworld. I, that's my guilty pleasure. The Underworld, the underworld movies, you know. Again, I give you that too. Yep. I mean, it's hard for a female to make those kind of movies, but um, when you do it, you got to do it right, and you, you, it's like you condescended to the whole audience, mm-hmm. right? Like you just said, we're so much better than men. It's almost like like a a, a, a tween comedy or a tween <laughs> something. You know, it just it just. I don't know. It was just an insult for an action movie when, you know, not, and that was her defense why it didn't do well. Mm. No, it's a crappy movie. <laughs> yeah. You cast it wrong. You underestimated what people think of Kirsten Stewart. I mean, they hated her right from Twilight and how many, they made four of those. Yeah. Right? And people hated her with each new movie. Mm-hmm. And then she tried to do other movies and those bombed. Mm-hmm. And then she did interviews on TV um, about, and she wouldn't talk about the most interesting thing in her life, she had a lesbian um, DJ who played mm-hmm. in clubs that she was having issues with. She wouldn't talk about that. She wouldn't talk about her life. She wouldn't talk about Patterson. She wouldn't talk about nothing interesting. Mm-hmm. So she was like, like watching Matt Lauer. I wish she would have abused her or taken <laughs> out his dick like he did in that meeting, right? Just, to, just to, to get her to wake the fuck up, right? And then say something that's at least halfway interesting. Like when I can finish your sentences even in my head even before you start talking, yeah. Right. At least most people, like ninety percent of people on the planet, they have to actually talk before I can finish their sentences, uh-huh. right? But her, I knew right away. 
what her answers were going to be, and, uh, and it just infuriated me. The the failure of Charlie's Angels may have derailed her career. So. What's the fail of RoboCop? It's the fail of what's next? The Rockford Files, Barney Miller, uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. I'm sick of remakes. You can mm. never. Why don't you remake bad movies? No, well, like no. Robot Jocks. It's well, a bad okay. good movie. That is why not remake movie. that one? Now speaking of remakes, the next one coming up is Fantasy Island. Oh my God! They're doing a movie version of Fantasy Island. Now this and it's different. Now this this one is different. Oh yeah, how's this one different? Oh, it's very different because supernatural. They're going sort of of course because how else could they make that make that fantasy halfway believable? It's a horror movie. Yeah, it's Michael Pena. That's what it is. Michael Pena. Oh, Michael! Really? Michael? Michael Pena from Ant Man plays Mr. Rourke. End of shift. He was an end of shift. Michael Pena. Yeah. One of the great cop movies of all time with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yep. Um, Maggie Q. You know how tall he is? He's like five <laughs> feet. You can't be Mr. Rourke if you're five feet. Okay. Now, uh, Maggie uh, Q. Okay, I know her. Yeah. She plays the. Tat- I think she plays. Hang on. Does she play the tattoo character? Yeah. Oh, a female who's tall. Why? Because no. we can't make fun of 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 uh, horribly mutated midgets who will live short lives because. Their uh, disability makes them alcoholics. I guess they decided not to do the whole. Uh, Michael Rooker's in it. Oh, Michael Rooker's great, but why is he attaching himself to this uh, I, no. this, this garbage? I don't know. You've got to see the. You got to watch the um, um, the trailer. It's from. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's basically they they they're marketing it as a horror movie. Basically, you go to this place. To, to to relive your fantasy, but it turns out to be something really scary. And and but the, the so thing what's is, though, the point. Do I get my money back? I mean, you know, or but if they you, kill me by the end, they keep my money. And you think, you know, well, well, how could they do this to Fantasy Island? Because it was such a cuddly little show. But although, if you ever saw the very original pilot, uh, the very first pilot for Fantasy Island, it was actually kind of creepy. Actually, it uh, is. Mister Rourke. And later was, on, Mister Rourke was the devil. Yeah, Mister Rourke was, was always kind of devil. a little creepy. Yeah. Um. So anyway, they've played that aspect up. So in the new Fantasy Island movie coming up bah. sometime, sometime bah. in 2020. God, it's like it's like I want to see the the banana splits, you know, <laughs> horror movie. Yeah, well, I that's, that's another I want to look at this know. one. I'm going to wait till it comes by me again, yep. so I can probably rant about it. Because again, remake a bad movie. Don't remake a RoboCop, which is iconic. Mm. Don't remake. Um, what's another one they're remaking? Well. Just, you know, you or 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 a sequel. You know, like Terminator. You know, oh, eventually so the sequels are are just Dark not... Fate again. You've got this almost unbeatable Terminator coming mm-hmm. at you, mm-hmm. and everything has to be timed so perfectly so he doesn't get a stray um, a spike mm-hmm. into this girl that you got to protect. And once I found out why they had to protect her, like every other else time, mm-hmm. it's such a piece of bullshit. I don't give a shit about mm-hmm. any of it. Yeah. And the fact that they get this thing into a kill zone. And basically, how they kill it, they've always got to be in an industrial warehouse. Where do you find one of those on short notice? And 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 Sarah Connor, like your boozy aunt, who just shows up at Halloween and tells you everything is horrible, right? Mm-hmm. She hates TV. She hates movies today. She says motherfucker every time. She doesn't mm-hmm. like the newspaper. Um, everything she complains about, right? You get less fries at the drive-thru. I mean, everything about her is just, why are you even here, Sarah Connor? <laughs> You do nothing. You shoot an unkillable robot with 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 um, uh, shotgun shells, and then and then he falls down for two seconds. Like that slowed him down for, mm-hmm. like you did anything? No, you were just someone else we needed to save. Yeah. When we should have dropped you. All this time ago. I mean, the Arnold stuff was kind of cute and fun. Like he's a 
He's a, what, what, do you, what does a Terminator do when in the past, right? Yeah. When he's been there for a long time. Yeah. Right, 30 years. What is mm-hmm. it? Does he but have a life? I, I, and I think maybe, the, I don't know, maybe that was the part of the problem was that, that the, the two main draws, I mean, you know, Linda Hamilton is the, the main character of the film, but Schwarzenegger, you know, uh, everyone kind of knew that he was just sort of a, a minor character. He was a secondary character. Yeah, but character. I mean, but, he he, but his minor character entertained you more mm-hmm. and, 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 and made you laugh more than Sarah Connor ever. Sarah Connor was like one note. Mm-hmm. I'd seen her already in every other Sarah Connor appearance but the first one. Yeah. Right? She was a badass. She was unpleasant to be around. Yeah. Um, she, she gives up her, her what she knows mm-hmm. uh, reluctantly and late in the movie. Yeah. And you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like this, and the way they solved their problem, they could have done 10 minutes into the movie and it's over. Yeah. Right? And, so and, uh, not uh, yeah, not a success. No, again, again not, you know, movies. Why, why repeat what we've seen a thousand times? Gabriel mm-hmm. Luna. I mean, I'm glad he got to work in in a CGI suit yeah. because that'll give him some roles in the future. And uh, he does Gab- because Gabriel Luna is fantastic. You again, know. he's good. He's he's a good Terminator. Uh-huh. He's a good killing machine, mm-hmm. and he's and he's also charming when he's killing people. Mm-hmm. Um, when he has you know his lines, he does. He he's perfectly blends in. Yeah, and and he's a good Terminator. He's got the the action. He can do the stunts and stuff, but again, mm-hmm. he's in CGI. But it's smart because he's going to be one of those actors who's got a, a CGI reel, mm-hmm. so that when he starts to slow down, maybe he can get into them, be a, be a monkey on the Planet of the Apes, one <laughs> two, right? Yeah. But that's what I'll, that's what I felt like. He was doing a great job, but he was just, you know, he was a learning thing for him, right? Yeah. And I don't know. Nothing really came that was anything. There was no revelation. There was no. Oh wow. Yeah. This is this. It's just history keeps changing with every person they send back. It becomes mm-hmm. this Mobius loop, and yeah. and and uh, it spikes on a wheel, and yeah. it's different. You know, it's not even fun. So obviously, obviously, our audiences are tired of it. Well, and we are tired of it. it yeah. It's funny, like all those Disney movies are all failed. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the, the the live action ones that have come out, mm-hmm. and they're saying that the uh, the box office is half of what it was last year. Yeah. And last year was well. Of course, they had, of course, the Avengers Endgame, but, yeah. um, but, but it's really taken a beating because there's nothing anybody wants to see. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling like I'll even maybe wait for Star Wars if that even makes sense. Yeah. Now that the Mandalorian has come on, Mandalorian. My God, okay. Well, one, let's actually one let, freaking hour of TV. Okay. Let's, one. Let's let me back up. Let me back this up a bit. Okay. Disney Plus. Yes. Started their new streaming service. Yes. Everything's come out, of course, and people are complaining their their memberships have already been hacked. It's it's been a huge thing. It's been a huge Oops. rollout. Oops. The biggest thing for it, the biggest thing on Disney Plus right now is, of course, as you mentioned, The Mandalorian. Created by John Favreau. John Favreau, who was uh, Marvel you know, fame, he Marvel did fame, the Iron, the Iron, Iron Man. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. also the fat friend in Rudy. Mm-hmm. And he was he was and he was in you know he was an actor. He was he he played Happy Happy Hogan in the. That's great. You want to Iron Man movie and the and the, the uh, and the Spider Man movies, right? Anyway, so you want. and he yeah. also has a cooking show apparently. Really? Yeah, he does. Well, uh, but he did that movie also about a cooking uh, a food van? A food, yeah, uh, that's yeah. very well done. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just he's done a lot of really good stuff. Yeah, and of course, he even did Cowboys and Aliens, which is not as bad as everybody <laughs> thinks it is. Cowboys and Aliens, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, but The Mandalorian. Yes. Huge. I mean, people you know have basically been saying, "Wow." Um, well, come on. You know, Couldn't we all have been disappointed? Because Couldn't we was, only, it, only have expected to be let down? But, but apparently, we, we aren't. Now, I haven't seen it. But you, you haven't? You, you've seen... Have you seen yeah, the first, I'm just going to tell you. I'm not, well, you know the... Have you seen the first two episodes? 
Yes, I have. And okay. you know what? The greatest thing about them is they're about hmm. 30 minutes long. Oh, you really? Get a ha- you get a half-hour episode. And again, like you said, Werner, Werner Herzog, right? Mm-hmm. You know, does, yeah. when he does that speech about bounty hunting is a complicated profession. <laughs> Wouldn't you agree? When he's <laughs> talking to you like that, you go, wow. Uh, well, like then, that's... Just, that's what sold me on the show. Pants, the voice is so good. Yeah. It's so Star Wars, right? I mean, I saw I, I saw him that I thought that's, that's Werner Herzog. <laughs> I know. What's Werner so, Herzog doing in a Star Wars there, movie? He, he <laughs> gives the job to the Mandalorian. Yeah. To this bounty, right? Mm-hmm. And he's and it's it's a two minute scene, but he just he, he sets you right in this Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Everything, like I haven't felt this way since the first time I saw Star Wars, mm-hmm. and I gotta admit, everything I loved about it. The fact the Mandalorian never took off his helmet, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that he took on this job, mm-hmm. the fact that the Jawas were involved, you know, and they strip his 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 spaceship. <laughs> and I like as, this little as guy Jawas do. Yes, yeah, Jawas do. This little guy shows up who lives in the valley and he's almost like a Ron Perlman but smaller. Yeah. Right? And he always says, "I have spoken." I have but he goes, now, "Jawas do not. Who, who, Jawas who do not destroy. Jawas <laughs> just just borrow. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know, we can fix your ship." And he's got to find something to trade for. But the 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 prize he's looking for that they want brought back, dead or alive. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it is? I know what it is. Yes, and it's the cutest goddamn thing <laughs> since Grumpy Cat. Yeah. I mean, this thing that what he finds, and spoiler alert, you should have known by now. Yeah. Baby, a baby Yoda. That's they don't have a name yeah. for him yet because we've mm-hmm. only known Yaddle, the real mm-hmm. ugly one, yeah. and Yoda, mm-hmm. right? And I guess this baby is fifty years old, and Yoda lives to be like eight hundred. Yeah. So the baby's like 50, but he rides around this little bassinet, mm-hmm. and he uses his powers at one point to save the Mandalorian, and the Mandalorian could bring him in dead or alive, but he kind of has taken a liking to this child, Yeah. and he's become his protector, and yeah. he's never taken off his helmet, of course. Mm-hmm. So we have it's like watching V for Vendetta. There's no, yeah. but but you know exactly what the Mandalorian's going through. Mm-hmm. Like the Jawas stripped his fucking ship. He's pissed, <laughs> right? Yeah. So he's got to do this bullshit for the Jawas to get his parts back. Mm-hmm. Back and yep. the bullshit he has to do is is fucking awesome Star Wars wise mm-hmm. and and the babe the child that he's involved with comes with him of course mm-hmm. and uh, just it, okay so it, now so people have been saying this is like a this is like an old western this is like a yes you know it's like Star, Star Wars there's a western the yeah it's okay it's between the turn Return of the Jedi and and the new Disney movies yes yes so it's after so the, so people some so fanboys who are butthurt by the Force Awakens can say this is the true sequel to. I'm telling you, man, you Star will Wars. watch it, and you will be, uh, you will instantly turn into a butthurt fanboy <laughs> who will say, "This is my Star Wars." Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, and I'm never that guy. Mm-hmm. And Star Wars is one thing that I rarely talk about with other people because it's the dearest thing to my heart, and I yeah. don't want to argue with idiots about yeah. it. Yeah. Right. I'll, I keep that to myself, but I'm telling you, The Mandalorian. I felt that same feeling, like when you, when I woke up in the morning and looked at my Hildebrandt poster. Mm-hmm. Of 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 Star Wars, right? Yeah, yeah. And and I and I saw my my book of transfers, mm-hmm. and I looked at my 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 bedding and and wondered why the hell is this not Star Wars also, right? <laughs> yeah. But every morning I did that. I haven't felt like that since this. And I'm telling you, it's an hour worth of TV, mm-hmm. and people are losing their freaking minds. Okay. And they should. It's like the Jawas want you to give up your guns and your rifle. Can't do it. Part of my mm-hmm. religion. Right, <laughs> and you, you learn everything about them in that moment, right? Yeah. And so now, just, okay, it, so it's only been there's only an hour. There's only an hour, hour every Friday, and man. And yet people are losing their minds about it now, and people are more excited about this than they are about the upcoming, uh, the 
final what is it called the right the last Skywalker or whatever oh man that that's so many bait and switch eh the, the, like, the, really, the rise of everything you've is done, it the rise of Skywalker what's it called no, the last Skywalker or whatever yeah but okay. I mean after everything they've done can they really pull up something that is like and um, Empire Strikes Back you know what I mean mm-hmm. or Wrath of Khan can they pull off a Wrath of Khan where after the first Star Trek movie you went uh mm. not another one but I'll go yeah. see it but yeah and it just blew you away yeah yeah I mean can they bring everything together and tell one final story that is not going to make us all cry. And it just seems like the Mandalorian is free of all that. Mm-hmm. It's been washed clean of all this 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 massive amount of continuity you got to throw in. Even even Han Solo, as good as that was, Solo, mm-hmm. yep. as good as that movie was, it still had a lot of baggage. Mm-hmm. You had to get rid of a lot of baggage. And you had to I, do a yeah. You had to yeah. You, you had to, to you had to hit some notes. You had to hit yeah. These you notes. did. Mandalorian, this, you got hit no. So it's a, it's a clean slate, basically. You're, you're, it's a clean slate, you, you know, and it can, it doesn't necessarily have to jive with the history no, that no, they established canon, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the Disney movies. But although it will, obviously, but but they've got a lot of room to play with. Oh, I agree. And I watched this forty-five half-hour um, history of the Mandalorians. Yeah. It was like fifty thousand years of their history. Mm-hmm. That I watched some guy on YouTube, mm-hmm. and I know a guy that that cosplays Mandalorian that lives in my mm-hmm. town. Yeah, and so I know, and I've watched uh, um, um, Clone Wars and stuff, so I know a lot about Mandalorians and stuff, okay. right? And, and Rebels and stuff. So, but this thing just changed. Like I learned so much about this culture, right? Mm-hmm. And what their what their mindset is. So when you watch the Mandalorian itself, you understand why he makes these decisions. Because as a Mandalorian, he would make no other decision, right? Right. Okay. And yeah. that's the cool part. He's like an old. You're right. He's an old West gunfighter. Mm-hmm. He's a bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. He's trying to save himself while I'm making a few credits. Mm-hmm. He's got to deal with unreputable people and go to places where people, other people are going to be pointing guns at him. Yeah. And more maybe he's going to have to share his bounty in order to um, um, survive. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he meets this um, 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 bounty droid. Mm-hmm. So they split in half and the bounty droid's good because he can hit, you know, multiple targets yeah. quickly. Mm-hmm. So he's, he he has his use, right? Right. But it's, he's always on the verge of having to compromise or having to negotiate mm-hmm. um, just for survival, mm-hmm. just to make a few extra credits to keep his ship going. Yeah. Right? And the things he has to do to make a buck are <laughs> it's just, thank God he's a good good warrior, right? <laughs> like, thank God right. he got some training. Yeah. And he's got some weaponry, and he knows how to use it. and. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And he's got, a, you know, he's got three or four tricks. He's mm-hmm. got the little, the little uh, rope thing that zings out of his arm. He's got the little flamethrower. Mm-hmm. He's got the pistol. Yeah. He's got the the rifle that makes Jawas uh, disintegrate. Yeah. I mean, he and he's a good shot, mm-hmm. and he's pretty smart, and he knows scumbags, and he knows how to <laughs> how to live with them. Yeah. Right. Right. And he's on the edge of a galaxy that that puts the heads of stormtroopers on pikes. Right. So the Empire is not. He's not you need, there. You're not going to be saved or yeah. hurt by the empire. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Other scumbag you got to deal with. Right. But now, now you, this is now. So we've only had for two, only had two episodes. Two so far. Only one hour. How many episodes is the show going to be? I don't. I don't know. I hear thirteen. Yeah. But again, thirteen half-hour episodes. And again, it's like I'm watching it, and it feels like an hour. Yeah. Because they jumped so much in, and I've watched each one twice so far, just because I want to. You know, just I, I I love it so much. The little Yoda, <laughs> that baby Yoda is just you okay, just want to hug him and pet him and call him baby Yoda. Now is that going to be that? That's so he's he's part of the show now. He's like, 
Oh, he, for he's, sure. the, he's the MacGuffin, basically. Basically, he was the job. Yeah. And and he was told to bring him back dead or alive, but mm-hmm. he got a, his heart. And even though it would be much easier not to bring him back dead, he mm-hmm. couldn't do it. And in fact, then he becomes useful to him. And I, I see this becoming like almost like a road trip, you mm-hmm. know? Like, yeah. uh, um, um, what was it, the one modern, um, or Harry and Tonto, that old yeah, movie with, and you Tonto, know, with the yeah. cat and, okay. and the old guy. But yeah. I mean, uh, he's not going anywhere. And in fact, if these babies, he's 50 years old, he's a baby, if he's that force sensitive, and you've got Al- Emperor Palpatine coming back from the dead all this time, yeah. and he's trying to connect, c- collect Jedi children that are also force sensitive, yep. you can see how value a baby Yoda who can do force shit, even though puts him to sleep for 10 hours um <laughs> well he's eating lizards right and burping and stuff um yeah. and he's wearing he's wearing this little kind of robe thing right mm-hmm. and and john favreau today on on twitter posted um the concept uh, drawings for for baby yoda yeah looks exactly like the what was on tv yeah it was like one picture we went with that <laughs> they didn't okay. dress him any differently he has the same kind of robe on like yeah. yoda would wear He's like, he's like, like don't broke. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Right. And does he doesn't talk? Mm-hmm. He gurgles a little. He burps a little, but he doesn't talk. But he's got these big eyes that you just go, oh, yeah. right. You just want him. He, he has to live now. He has. He cannot yeah. die. If he dies, I will burn Disney every park to the <laughs> freaking ground, and uh-huh. I will wear the mouse's bloody head on my head as I do it. <laughs> uh, okay. So now a lot of big powerhouse. Uh, actors and directors. I mean, Ta- Taika Waititi is going to be oh. directing an episode. He's actually the voice of the the, the robot. Uh, no way. Apparently, okay. yeah. Uh, and he also, of course, was uh, what's his name? Cool the the moist the moisture farmer. And he's not Ron Perlman. He's oh, he's, he's Nick Nolte. Okay, he's good, Nick good. Nolte. Okay, moisture um, farmer. Okay, but he looks and, like again. He, he the voice, eh? Yeah. Gina Carano is in it. Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, a lot of big big stars. Big directors. Bryce Dallas Bryce Dallas Howard apparently is directing an episode. That's weird, uh, but yeah, and Taika Taika Waititi will be directing one. And See, that's good. That's good. This is uh, six more episodes to look forward to. Only it's six. like it's like they actually thought up, like they thought about it. Yeah. Like before they put anything on film or did any threw any pictures, they mm-hmm. sat around. I'll bet you for a month, and figured out how to tell this story mm-hmm. because it had to be canon but not canon. Yeah. It had to have no baggage baggage mm-hmm. right but good the best baggage yeah like the baby yoda once we all saw that that was his i hate to spoil it for you but you know already but that when, when he showed up and had killed all these guys in this village who were protecting this item right mm-hmm. and when he brushed this the the um the tumbleweed off it and opened it up and what he saw inside i mean all of us our our sphincters tightened <laughs> our hearts were three sizes like the grinch yeah it was like the it was the greatest Star Wars thing we had seen in twenty fucking years, mm. because the potential of that, yeah, just the way he looked at him, like he knew the Mandalorian was not a threat, uh-huh. and and it was not going to kill him, and it was going to be like he didn't care. He knew it was okay. okay. He could have so, got out at any time. So the Mandalorian is worth getting a Disney Plus account for. No, it's worth um, um, pirating. Okay. Are there too many streaming services? Yes, there are. Because if you're an honest person and you want to get Apple, mm-hmm. so that you can watch. Um, uh, you know, or you want to get Hulu, or mm-hmm. you want to get Amazon Plus, yeah. or you want to get Disney Plus. You want to have Netflix still. Yeah. 
because a lot of things that are on Netflix now are going to migrate to other channels. Mm -hmm. And of course, you're you're, you're an idiot if you don't get Disney Plus if you have children, Mm -hmm. or if you're even a movie fan. But again, all of that stuff can be gotten around. And again, it's like with the porno issue, stop me, invent something to stop me if you don't want me to watch. If you don't want me to borrow for a single use, Mm -hmm. fair use, Mm -hmm. viewing, then um, create a barrier to that. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be forced to join a service. But I'm, I, I feel like it's almost like people are getting soaked for content they should be able to find anywhere. Yeah. And it's a, like a free internet kind of thing with me. Mm-hmm. And I don't look at, like ever since Napster, I don't look at piracy as hurting anybody because, God damn it, they're making enough profits um, off these movies and they're often wasteful. And they cast Kirsten Stewart in <laughs> movies. And that wastes how, many, how much money? <laughs> right? Come on. Well, I hate racist blokes telling tasteless jokes and explaining where people belong. I hate ignorant folks that pay money to see gigs and talk through every fucking song. I hate people in nightclubs snorting coke and explaining where you're going wrong. Well, if you agree, then come hating with me and feel free to sing along. And it goes like a la 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 wonderful love And I hate pointless status updates on Facebook FYI we were never M8s We pretend to be friends on the internet when in real life we have nothing to say to each other. Oh brother, I have love for my mother, for good times, for music and my mates. Yeah, I love and I live and I have love to give. But sometimes all you can do is hate. And it goes like a la 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 la, 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 a la 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 la. La 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 la, la 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 la. Well, I hate them fussy eaters. You cook them for heaters. They only eat pizza and chips. I hate stepping outside for a smoke and some guy coughs like your lungs are his. And I hate queuing up for festival toilets, especially when you need a shit. And I hate the X Factor for murdering music, you bunch of money grabbing pricks. And it goes a lie, a la la 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 lie. And I hate them magazines aimed at insecure teens that make ten-year-olds race to grow up. Hey kids, let's all be anorexic or better. Eat chocolate until you throw up. Keep your Hollywood stars in their stupid cars and the Botox that makes them look fucked. Just grow old with grace. Have you seen Cher's face? It looks like it's been hit by a truck. And it goes a lie, a la 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 la, 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 
la 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 One more time, loud as you can La 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 Thank you so much Thank you very much indeed this has been a COC production.